Good morning and good afternoon. Welcome to this Chemical Conversations podcast on the polyolefins markets in Europe, brought to you by Argus Media. I'm James Elliott, Business Development Manager for European Chemicals at Argus, and I'm joined by Alex Sands, Senior European Editor from our Chemicals Business, and Sam Hashmi, Global Polypropylene Editor. Hi, gentlemen. Sam, can you set the scene for where our October price settlements settled, first of all? October marks something of a turning point uh, with the first increase in contract prices since April. This also came despite falls in the monomer settlements for October. Uh, producers took a firmer stance on recovering or at least preventing further declines in their margins, largely as a result of the higher electricity costs. Now, these electricity costs have historically been relatively stable and a small part of their costs, but with recent increases, they have had quite an impact on producers' margins. There was still a mixed picture in contract settlements in October, with some buyers insisting on decreases and others accepting additional electric- electricity charges proposed by producers in, in full. In most cases, uh, the settlements fell somewhere in between. So this left August price markers for European contracts on PE between 14.15 for HDPE. 1585 for LLDP butene and 1775 for LDP before any discounts. For polypropylene, homopolymer and copolymer contract markers were at 1505 and 1575 respectively, again before discounts. Alex, for the upstream side to polymers, we had to wait several days before the ethylene and propylene settlements for November were known. What was going on? Hi, James. Uh, indeed, it was unusual that we had to wait until the third and fourth of the month to hear where the monomer contracts were headed. Uh, while some public holidays in parts of Europe contributed to the de- delays, they really reflected the challenging market situation as participants struggled to reconcile the challenges of weak demand, higher energy costs and slim or even negative margins in parts of the product chains. From a market balance perspective, maintenance and cuts in operating rates helped to bring the ethylene and propylene markets into better balance in October compared with recent months. Producers felt in a better position for November, even with expectations that some crackers and for propylene, some on purpose production units would return during the month from maintenance. Uh, They started negotiations individually seeking increases in line with the average rise in naphtha prices Over the previous month, that was around 51 euros per tonne by Argus naphtha assessments. That was to protect slip and cracker margins. Buyers mostly sought a rollover, with a few even seeking large decreases, concerned that any increase would be difficult to pass through to their customers, would further depress margins, and would reduce competitiveness with other regions, curbing their own production levels. Compromises were inevitable, and while there was not a wide consensus on the outcomes, at least settlements were reached with a partial pass through of higher feedstock costs, a 35 euro per tonne increase for ethylene and a 20 euro per tonne increase for propylene, reflecting slightly more pressure on the propylene balance. Unfortunately, no parties will be fully satisfied. The increase will be difficult for derivatives to recover while not being enough for producers to maintain margins. The time it took to find a compromise is a measure of how difficult the market is and how critical the issues of margins and cost are. 
both up, up and down the supply chain. Uh, these monthly negotiations we think are unlikely to become easier in the short term, while demand remains weak and margins thin. Thanks, Alex. I suspect some similar issues are playing out in the polymer settlements for November then. What are the early indications you're seeing for November contracts, Sam? Rightly so, James. There are indeed similar dynamics at play in the polymer space. Most producers have disciplined their plants' run rates to around operational minimum levels, and that has helped them with managing some of the oversupply amid the demand weakness being felt across the chain. And producers have sensed that buyers have largely concluded their destocking efforts and now need to replenish inventories to baseline levels. So many producers have stepped forward with asking for increases of around 50 euros per tonne on November contracts. Although electricity prices have been lower recently, producers are still coming to terms with the impact on their margins or losses in some cases. Uh, and that is a big reason they do not see room to concede more on price against feedstocks. And the second reason is producers could see this as a short window before potentially facing a double-edged sword in the first quarter of 2023 in the form of further competition from imports and demand depression deepening in the worst case. For now, as expected, buyers are pushing back against producers' efforts and, and are trying to contain their contract prices to rollovers. Buyers, buyers argue not being in a position to pay up for polymers given the uncertain and a gloomy economic environment where consumer confidence is at its lowest in decades. So buyers remain cautious in their contractual offtakes and are procuring close to their absolute minimum requirements, knowing that any extra volumes can be sourced with ease at competitive prices. And they were also equally impacted by the higher costs in electricity, which put many converters in a difficult position to maintain the profitability of their operations. But to wrap up with a slightly positive development for the industry, I would like to mention that electricity prices have eased from their earlier seen peaks. To quote examples, uh, the August month ahead assessments for Germany have averaged at 263 euros per megawatt hour so far in November, compared to 305 euros per megawatt hours in October and a whopping 408 euros per megawatt hour before that in the second quarter. Of course, this is still far higher than the historical prices around the 50 euros per megawatt hour level before last winter. So let's see if electricity prices continue falling closer to their lower historical averages or if the genie remains out of the bottle this winter. Thanks, Sam. Really interesting there. Alex, if I could return to the subject of energy surcharges, are these taken into account in the Argus PE and PP contract price assessments? Could you give us a brief overview of the Argus contract price methodology, please? Of course. Um, well, the energy crisis has certainly been something new for the markets to deal with. Um, previously, these costs were a stable and relatively small contribution to overall costs, and, and therefore it was not really a factor in discussions of sales and prices for polyethylene, polypropylene. In recent months, the impact on costs has often been even more significant than feedstocks or market balance. Many producers announce surcharges to try and recoup costs, but also as a way to simply highlight the issue to, to buyers. Um, the response to surcharges was very mixed. Um, certainly some customers accepted them, but others have flat out rejected them. 
because of this mixed response, we took the view to exclude explicit surcharges from our assessments. This was also to avoid the risk of double counting where a surcharge is included in the contract assessment and then applied on top in any indexed contracts. Um, yeah, there's a difference in the way contracts are structured and a surcharge may be more applicable to a feedstock linked contract. But Argus assessments are of freely negotiated contract prices. Uh, and what we've now seen in, in October is a move towards electricity costs now becoming part of those negotiations. Um, so in this instance, we're beginning to see electricity costs affect the assessments of our freely negotiated contract deltas. Um, this was part of the reason our October contract markers increased despite the fragile market situation and the decrease in October monomer contracts. You know, we anticipate this will continue with both buyers and sellers keeping a close eye on electricity price developments and using them in their discussions. Electricity prices did decline in October and maybe something buyers will try to use in their negotiations this month. But of course, they remain very high historically and prone to sharp increases, depending on developments in the Russia-Ukraine war and potentially colder winter eventually arriving. Wow, a lot of important factors for our listeners to consider from uh, your answers today, Alex and Sam. Thank you very much for sharing your insights. If you would like a discussion about the polyethylene and polypropylene markets and how we assess prices at Argus, please email us at chemicals at argusmedia.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you.